What's up, everybody? Just want to tell you real quick how you can support the show. You can find us over on Rockfin, rockfin.com forward slash Truezilla. Uh, we get crypto just for your clicks. You know, you can watch all of our videos for free there, or you can create a membership account and watch all our premium videos, all the premium videos from every content creator on the site. It's a super good deal. I know that uh, they're innovating right now. They're working on more stable platforms, an Android app. Um, you know, they're pushing hard. You know, it's new technology, but it's a super awesome yeah concept and we really 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 want to support them you know get it on the ground floor that's you know? personally where i uh, yeah. watch ryan christian as well yeah. just yep, so yep. you know yeah. yep he's, so he's there last american vagabond. yep last american vagabond on rockfin so you guys all right so <laughs> i hate doing this you know so we do have a patreon page i know we're having ryan christian on the show but we're gonna say you know if you want to come support us we'll get into we get into it on the episode but uh, uh patreon.com forward slash truezilla if you guys want to uh get access to some premium content over there and of course um, everybody, everybody on the block's got to get a cool Truezilla t-shirt. So Truezilla.org forward slash shirts to get your rad little t-shirt. And I've got... Scott's got one right here. Oh, yeah, like, here's, his, here's his yeah, hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a Union of the Unwanted one. They've got yeah, some super definitely sick shirts. check those out as well yeah. on um, our website. But. Yeah, I got a couple designs I'm planning on uploading this week to the shirt shop. So nice. check them out, guys. Nice. Anyway. Uh, all right. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. All right, well, welcome to another episode of Truezilla. My name's Scott, sitting here with my good friend Ed, and we're sitting here today with uh, the most dangerous man in the world, I would say, these days. My gosh. Like, uh, so he is the founder and editor of The Last American Vagabond. You guys all know him. And if you don't, I don't even, I don't even know what you're doing. So, uh, Ryan Christian, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you. So, you know, I've been following you for a while. You know, you're you're definitely the one that's been just battering out the truth like harder than almost anybody I've seen out there. And I, and I just love what you do. Um, um, it, it informs a lot of what we do here. You know, we always try to steer people to your your content and your stuff. But, uh, you know, I think we're just in the inverted world that we live in, it seems like the people that are, you know, dead on, dead on the target, that are getting the truth out there are the ones that are the most targeted and uh, the ones that are being censored the hardest these days. And I know that you're experiencing a lot of that yourself. Can you, you kind of elaborate on what you got going on in your world? Yeah. And it's, I mean, and what's important to, to even dive in a little further on that point is it's, it's, you're correct. It, I agree completely. It seems across the board, the people that are truly pointing out some very, very relevant information are the ones being focused on, but it's not about being right necessarily. Ah, right. If, if yeah. These are people out there that are all, actively and I, well, I shouldn't even say all there's plenty i would argue that are that are in fact saying things that are wildly untrue but i still don't think it should be censored sure but yeah. the point is there's plenty of people out there that are being objective that are being you know they're they're actually embodying what we used to pretend were the the you know tenets of journalism before yeah. they started started only citing one source from the intelligence community or anonymous people you know yep. and that, that's what we keep seeing and it's happening everywhere around this narrative even as things we have been saying for a long time such as you know, lockdowns are more damaging than they are helpful, yep. or masks are increasing your illness. These are all things that are starting to be shown by science and and people in the mainstream. And we are still censored for this, as we were pointing out six months ago. You know, so it's really incredible to see how that's happening. And again, to that same point, it's it's just about being objective and willing to review the information. As I said on our previous show, are we not even are we not allowed to make mistakes anymore? Because mm -hmm. sure as hell, the mainstream media are all the time, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's it's incredible that we're not allowed to go through source material and report things based on and even it clearly be like, and my opinion is, and that's still not allowed, yeah. right? So yeah. bringing it to me. To really quickly sum this up, because I'm sure people have heard it enough. I mean, I, I've been multi-platformed, deplatformed across multiple platforms, sure. and that always needs to show us that there's some kind of coordination. Yep. You know, and there's been people before me that were far more, you know, immediate, like across one day on multiple platforms. But for me, it's been across a shorter, a longer period of time, but still short across Twitter, Patreon, yeah. GoDaddy, Google, mm. YouTube. Wow. Right. I mean, across the board, wow. GoDaddy. People forget that GoDaddy yeah. blocked my podcast. Wow. Like directly, I had to go to an entirely new independent server that I had to spend more to get, at, you know, dedicated server for the whole platform of T-Lab. And instantly, the moment that we brought it back up, everything worked fine. Wow. You know, wow. and so it's, it's just really telling that they're willing to do this and censor us across the board. And what we all want to remember is that this means that people, you know, these they're these major companies with investors, with stockholders. So they don't just make these decisions independently. Like they had to discuss this 
So when you see the coordination, realize that it's not about independently deciding we're saying one thing wrong here. It's about an agreement across the platforms to be mm -hmm. like, this guy's a problem for very, and you could pretend that means, you know, that they're doing the right thing, or you could realize that it has far more to do with a plan and agenda around what's going on. And, you know, it's, I argue with plenty of people in these places that do believe they're doing the right thing, but it always is a top down kind of a thing, you know, and here we are. And thank you for people like you to, to, you know, giving me another chance to speak and get this out there to let people see what's going on, you know? Totally. Absolutely. Um, so question I have, uh, are you, so a case in point, right? So a gentleman named Owen Benjamin, right? And I'm not, mm -hmm. you know, necessarily advocating for him in general. Like, you know, he's got some controversial stuff. I'm not aligned with him at all. All I'm saying is that, you know, he's taking the fight back to Patreon apparently. And like he sued them and got some money out of them. Like, yeah. I don't know. Is that, a, is that a viable strategy? I don't know. Well, yeah, there's two ways to look at it though. And I, I actually covered this on a previous show about how he did this. And it was really interesting. And really it was more so, I, I mean, I'm sure he, I'm also, I mean, I'm familiar with him, but I'm not a huge follower. Yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of his yeah. conversations, but it seems like he kind of pushed this forward. And then his followers sort of picked up the reins and just ran with this. And it was really, which is great. I mean, that's a really great thing to see. What they did is they abused this meteor, the mediator clause in this, uh, or I, in any case, it was in regard to the mediation and how this works. And the, these people basically are suing independently mm. and, ha and they're enforcing Patreon to front the, the the resources for each individual case, even if they lose. Yeah. And so this, and so it's pretty much hurt them quite a bit, you know, and, and in the case, the back to the point though, is, is it, is this a viable option? I mean, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish, yeah. right? If you want to go back on Patreon, if you want to continue to use the platform, even though they're showing that they're willing to do this, well then, then make, then yes, I do think it's smart. And I would argue it's smart in any case for somebody somewhere to do this. So we can bring this to a head sure. and show Patreon they're wrong and show people that we all see that they're wrong and we can't allow this. But from my perspective, I don't want to engage on Patreon anymore. I sure. mean, like the, 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 mindset that I've had around YouTube, let's say, which mm -hmm. I'm still sort of using right now is it's important to continue to get the content out there so people yeah. can continue to see it. But for the people that aren't creating content, I don't really see why they continue to use it just because it's familiar, right? We should be going anywhere but YouTube. Same thing with Patreon. It's like, is it worth continuing to get the content there to see people to see it? You know, so it's kind of weighing that. For me, I'm quickly starting, I mean, especially once this new platform that it will hopefully come up yeah. in the, you know, this April discussion, I'm going to just completely shift over and I might awesome. actually just completely drop YouTube altogether because the one of the things people forget is these platforms aren't all the same, right? And so when, the way that we work with the streamers is that we, you know, I want to be able to have a, a link that I can share. I want to have something I can embed so I can share the article beforehand. You know, people can chat beforehand. Only YouTube pretty much has most of those things. Yeah. And so it's hard to be able to promote a show or schedule something if you don't have those features, right? This other platform will have all those things. So in the meantime, I'm still sort of using it. But I would argue long, long answer short, I guess not really, um, that we should probably not engage in these kind of, you know, begging the platforms to bring us yeah, back or sure, to allow them. Sure. James Corbett has a similar mindset, but yeah. I see the value of it though. Yeah, yeah. totally. That, that kind of leads me to my next question, you know, so we're, you know, relatively new content creators, you know, we're trying to just get dip our feet in the water here and try to get momentum and, you know, gain financial independence, obviously is one of the big, big right. goals for us, you know, with our day jobs yeah. and everything. Right. You know, I wish I could just do this full time, you know, but we're, we're making progress towards that. So that being said, like, I know you, I've heard James, James Corbett talk about it too. Like, like what would be your suggestion to uh, people like us that are, you know, we, we literally just in the last few months created a Patreon page. We have a few subscribers and now that this happened and we sent a, a scathing email to them and <laughs> yeah, like, totally. you know, like, uh, uh, we're, and, but now we're like, like, do we just walk away and boycott or the, the philosophy of just like get our content out and, until that we burn it to the ground and they kick us off. Right, right, exactly. See, and this is what I did in the same way. Like Carl Benjamin, Sargon of Akkad, you yeah. know, which I was just, I, right then I was this close to leaving Patreon, but yeah. I, I decided, you know, and I even said then I said, Hey guys, everyone that's there, I'm going to keep the platform, but I highly recommend you go anywhere else, you sure. know? And, and now, and it came to fruition where they kicked me off anyway. Right. Yeah. So it kind of, I liked that I stood my ground and I made them show that they were going to do yeah. that. Right. And even now we're only technically indefinitely suspended. Mm. And I even, I even co forced him to admit that in the emails where he goes, no, we're going to leave you there indefinitely unless you do something. So mm. they're willing to spend the money, admittedly a small price for server space or whatever would entail to keep my information there, but they're willing to continue to pay for that forever just so they don't have to expose that they are removing things unjustly. 
right? It's like teaching you a lesson. We're going to let you do it for yourself. Like, like there are some kind of school mom, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But for you guys, I would argue, you know, keep you, you want to be able to support, right? That's what they're trying to attack right there is our financial foundation. And I think it's more important for you guys right now to make sure that you keep that. So, cause I mean, I I continue to point this out about someone like uh, Brian Richmond, for instance, on after I was live, I had so much respect for him because of how much he works and then how much he works on doing this, yeah. you know, and I, I don't even understand how you guys do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I early on, as you might have known, I was I, I still am a chef, but I was a chef working in a kitchen and running mm-hmm. kitchens. And it was almost impossible to do this. And I just kind of made a shot in the dark. And I just said, you know what? This is important. And I, and I this needs I need to see this out. So I literally quit my job, a high paying job, just quit yeah. it and just went and tried to do this, you know. Wow. And what's hard is I just had kind of the. All I got is my dog who happens to be laying right here next to me. And that's all I really at the moment only am concerned about, you know, feeding myself and more so first my dog and then myself. And there was a point where it was really kind of it was alarming. It was scary. I thought I wasn't going to make it. But the, the real point to bring this to the real important aspect of this is the user funded aspect. Now, I great. I recommend everybody out there avoid advertising, avoid affiliate programs, avoid all of that stuff and just completely invest in the people that invest in you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that's the most important part is because they believe in you. If they're right now spending money for Patreon for nothing in return, they believe in what you're doing. Yeah. So lean into that and say, guys, we'll keep doing this if you think it's worthy of continuing. And you'll find quite quickly that there are people that are desperate for what we're doing, yeah. thirsty for the sure. truth, and they'll support it. You know. And as I said the other day, the mainstream, they just, they're baffled by mm-hmm. this. They just cannot wrap their mind around how people are willing to continue to support stuff for nothing in return. You know, it's just yep. they're they're not in the same mind place. That speaks to their disingenuous nature, I would say. Absolutely, yeah, right on. Sure. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We we just we'll, we'll just continue to talk trash while we're on there. How about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna earn our strikes and get yeah, yeah. off. Yeah. I would just say continue to say what you believe in. Exactly. Right? Continue to say 100%. what you think is the truth 100%. and back it up with source material. And mm-hmm. if they're willing to delete you for doing that, then it mm-hmm. shows who they really are. Exactly. And and in fact, the Patreon episodes are the ones that we go a little extra hard. So there you go. So <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Well, there's so much going on in the world these days. Oh like I I don't even know where to begin. You know. Um. But just I, I, it's refreshing every day when I when I check in with you and you you. You're just, you're just on the cutting edge of all of it, you know. And one of the points that I know that, uh, okay, so I got to admit, like this last election cycle, right? You know, we got sucked in again, right? You know, we're just like, okay, lesser of two evils, right? And we're like sitting there on election night. We're like, yeah, yeah, you know, rah, rah, rah. And as we're doing it and, you know, all the shows leading up to that, we're sitting there. We're on the microphone saying like, I know we're getting played. I know we're getting played. Like, why can't we be more like, uh, the Ryans and the Whitney's of the world? I mean, they're telling us, I mean, I know, I mean, I know this, but we're still getting sucked in. And it's that, hard not to, yeah. th- that's literally the problem. You know, we can all come down. It all comes down to this two party illusion, as you like to call it, you know? And, uh, you know, I mean, we could talk forever about it, but um, the point that I really thought was really interesting that you made is just how people stay stuck in it because they have like a vested interest in it, right? Like all yeah, the, all the yeah. media, media, yeah. or just whatever, you know, and, and a very selfish, uh, invested in, interest in it, you know, and it's it's so yeah. hard to break away from it, you know. Yeah, well, take take Trump for example. Yeah. you know the whole scenario around that. It's it's crazy to see where people still are. are, are you know, I don't fault people for wanting to believe in sure. something, yeah. you know, for wanting to believe. That this person could change. I mean, this is something that Caitlin Johnstone always points out is that people, the governments wouldn't be pretending to be good people doing good things if we didn't want good people doing good things. Right. I'm sure there's there's no shortage of bad people out there that don't care about other human human beings or, you know, what you you, just don't care in general. But by and large, I would say Americans want that. Otherwise, they wouldn't pretend to be that. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like looking at the Trump scenario. It doesn't really matter at this point. I have my opinions. Uh, I'm sure you do as well. It doesn't really matter, though, whether Trump believed what he was saying or whether he was who they thought he was. Look how it ended up. Right. This is the end of the end. The same thing with Obama. Right. I've said this. I've said this constantly throughout Obama and Trump era is that they were screaming that Obama was going to change the world. Right. That was it. We won. It's over. We're going to change everything. And then, oh, well, they didn't do it because the Republicans wouldn't let him. Right. Mm. And okay, even if you believe that, even if that's the actual truth. What does that show you? The system is designed to not work. And then we come to Trump and the same thing happens and the Democrats wouldn't let him change the world. And now we just start talking about 2024 and it's just these people that are invested regardless. There's a reason they're staying with this. Maybe it's because they believe they believe Trump is the second coming. Maybe it's because they're completely lost in, the, in a military psyop called QAnon or you yeah. know whatever these things ultimately are. 
But there's a huge portion of that. There are people that are just invested because it benefits them, because they make money on Trump something or because they are getting huge following because they believe in Trump and they push few narratives or, you know, whatever it is. And I would argue a lot of these people, to some degree, they know that. You know, they're like, well, they, they overlook things and they may even lie to themselves and believe they're doing the right thing. But we won't look at that because I was told that was China misinformation or whatever, you know, and yeah. it's just like and it's just it's a it's a conscious choice to keep yourself in the money making position or whatever the position is. Obviously, politics. I mean, that's obvious. The left right paradigm is what gives them the power, because if, as I always say, if we as Americans simply said, look, we don't care about your internal squabbles. Right. Here's what we want. We want this. Maybe my neighbor wants something else, but we're demanding things, not from one side or the other, but from all of you. And mm -hmm. if you come at us and go, well, they wouldn't. I don't care about the rest of that sentence. Right. We want results. And if that was actually how we would act, they wouldn't be able to play this back and forth argument about they did this and they did that. All we would ultimately see is the government is not producing what we want. Mm. What does that show you? You know, either it's broken or they don't care what we want. Seems pretty simple. I think that it's so much easier. And for, for me personally, like I get stuck in it because the proposition of, well, this side's going to fix it for me is so much easier to, to, to grasp onto than, Hey, I have to go out there and fix this for myself. I have to take charge. I have to, mm -hmm. you know, connect with people and, and we have to, we have to change the world for ourselves because the government is not going to do it. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think yeah, that, the savior complex yeah, for sure. Totally, mm -hmm. totally. So every four years we get the, Oh, well, this side's going to fix it, you know? So. It, yeah, you're right. Exactly. It gives people the excuse to one, not do anything, which yes. is a bit what Q just leaned into, 100%. right? Just trust yep. us. We'll do it all for you. But by the way, so did like the, the Russiagate and Q were basically, I think, two angles of the same PSYOP, right? Sure. One for Democrats, one for Republicans. And all it did was get them to trust the government again from different sides. <laughs> you know, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> totally. yeah. But but that savior thing is just a huge factor of the two-party paradigm, right? It's, it's all about thinking that somebody, just that, we just need that one person that's going to change everything. There's, that's just not possible. I mean, even if this was designed to work, how, why is it that we think that one person can step up and lead all these people with different opinions and multifaceted agendas in the same unison direction? I mean, sure, is it, it's, is it possible? Anything's possible. But we have this realized that our own history has repeatedly shown us yes. over and over and over yes. that it's not going to happen here. <laughs> Whatever the reason is, we shouldn't keep trying to figure that out. We should just change the broken system. But yeah. nobody wants that. No, yeah, I, mean, I would say a lot of them 100%. don't want it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, out of all this, you know, the big miracle has been the fact that we've just kind of looked inward and reverted, taking charge of our own health yeah. and uh, trying to build community. Like we started our own freedom cell here in our community and that's nice. just been thriving. Good. Like, man, I've met, in fact, like this, like the last month or so, like the half of our guests have just been people we met in, in our local freedom cell. Yeah. Just like, just fascinating people that are doing amazing things. You know, it's just like, it's mm -hmm. just been such an yeah. incredible journey. So, you know, we're taking our power back here and we you know we've been really encouraging people to do the same yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, another big issue that we talk about a lot. Um, I know you talk about a lot is just the issue of vaccines, you know, like this is just, um, I, it's, it's, it's just so frightening on so many levels, you know, and, and once you start taking a hard look at this stuff, like it's, it's not really a vaccine, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just, just what's being rolled out as a vaccine, you know, um, just the misinformation is just so diabolical. And, and when we talk about things that we can back up with, with, with science and medical studies and all this stuff, like we get labeled as misinformation. And I'm sure, you know, obviously you, you're, you're they're they're in the same boat, but one of the things that, um, you know, you pointed out that really rang true, that really stuck to me is like, you know, the, the VAERS system, you know, the vaccine mm -hmm. adverse event reporting system. And, um, it is designed to fail. It is designed to fail. It's just designed to be something that has zero credibility. Um, right. is there, is there, how do we get out of that? I mean, how do we get out of this little quagmire? Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is with that is it, to, to elaborate on that first is that it's clear that this system is is put in place so it can be dismissed. I mean, it, it's the only location where you're where you can you know report what you're seeing from what's currently happening. There's no other setup. There's not some CDC location that's challenging mm -hmm. what they're saying. It's the only one. So if they're telling you that this is just like a, you know, what what mainstream called a popular list that we shouldn't really trust, which is so disingenuous. It's it's an <laughs> official reporting system, yeah. right? And it is that they 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 set this up so or the point is that if they're saying that, it suggests that there's some other list. If that's a popular list, <laughs> where are the other ones? Yeah. Right? There, that's a lie. So they they set it up so it can be dismissed so when they have the side effects, they can just go, well, it's not confirmed, you know, and the only the, the real what we if we actually cared, there would be some kind of a system and a and a, a infrastructure in place where people would be actually looking into these things. But the reality around it all, and they know this, 
as I, I often cite a, 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 the Utah chief examiner, uh, it was Eric Christensen, who, by the way, is very, very pro all this stuff. But he happened to let something slip in an interview where he stated that it's almost impossible to find out whether the vaccine was the cause by an autopsy. Mm-hmm. So what are they ultimately doing? They're 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 claiming they're investigating when ultimately they're really not. They don't even have the resources to get into a fraction of these things. But then they're claiming what they're doing is conducting autopsies. And so if that gives you an undefined answer where we don't know, they fa- they categorize that as not vaccine, which is just in dishonest because we don't know. If you haven't proven it is, you haven't proven it isn't, right? So that's dishonest. And so it's basically, you can see, it's just a setup process where they can point to them and say, we're doing something. And then when anybody points to it and goes, how come there's so many? They go, but it's not confirmed. And yeah. it just cycles. So what at what point do we actually understand the risk? Or what point do we actually look into these things? We really don't. Because they've already spiked the long-term data by giving placebo people vaccines under the guise of some moral obligation. So now we don't even know how to compare people who weren't vaccinated with people who were. And they did that on purpose. It's the same reason they never looked into the vaccine, you know, unvaxxed versus vax study in regard to MMR vaccines or anything else. By the way, Dr. James Lyons Weiler, PhD, did their own study, a massive study of unvaxxed versus vaxxed. Dr. Paul Thomas. in Oregon, yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. yeah, just general, not even just this current one, and it's crazy. I mean, it is. Yeah. I, I don't even know how you can deny it. You, every sure. single one of these groupings are exponentially more with people who weren't vaccinated or people yeah. that were vaccinated. Yeah. They're at more risk of illness. It's just incredible. But I guess back to the point: what do we do? I mean, what we really should do at this point is demand that we're not going to move an inch further unless we have legitimate information or at the end of the day people this is what it all comes back to and this is what's funny we get caught in the in the small parts of the conversation yeah at the end of the day it's your choice yeah that's it it's your choice to choose well i like what they're saying or i don't like what they're saying and the fact that they take that away is the most alarming point of this entire discussion and that seems to be like a side note for half these people yeah absolutely 100 percent. or the fact that they that uh you know that i mean that's the core essence of this psyop really is like the fact that we've convinced this mass group of people, you know, what seems like the majority of the people, at least where we live, you know, that, that they have jurisdiction over myself, my, my, my being, my, my life and, and the choices that I get to make for myself. Um, we live in Eugene, Oregon, you know, it's about two hours mm-hmm. South of Portland. Um, and it's, it's just literally just, uh, just this dystopian nightmare of just like triple mass everywhere you look, man. It's insane. Uh-huh. You yeah. know, uh, so it, it makes sense. I've, I've been there. I've been t- I opened a couple restaurants in, in Hillsborough. Okay. Was, okay. All right. Yeah. I, I know exactly the kind, you know, it's just funny. You can definitely tell the kind of people in these different areas that are more willing to just trust what the government is saying, yeah. you know, and it's just, it's just alarming. That's that, that used to be something as Americans, we just absolutely owned that we, you know, are, that, I mean, we're founded on the idea of being skeptical of the power source. Yep. Just, they slowly chipped away at that. Yeah, no more. Uh, so the other thing too, um, I just you were just mentioning it too, just like the extension, the extensive like history that the United States has on like just medical experimentation, like with or without people's consent. And uh, I love the parallel that you made with the border crisis going on right now. It's just the massive influx of like children coming in and being moved to military bases. Like, what can we expect there? Yeah, uh, Whitney and I might be doing something on that soon. Her and I have been talking about that. And it's it's funny, we actually both had the same thought. She reached out to me and said, it's talked about, oh my gosh, have you seen these kids? I think they're doing this. I said, I just had that lined up for the show. Yeah. And we're, you know, it's it's funny because we're, we're picking up on the same things here. And it's it, just so for your viewers, I've, I've shared this. There's a look it up on the on the website, Last American Vagabond. I mean, you could probably just type in 239, it'll pop up. But I've, I've stated this many times. It's not hard to find. It was cited officially that they admitted to experimenting on people unwittingly 239 times in their history. And and this is Operation Sea Spray is the one we often mention because it's actually well publicized, but not admitted, not like in the sense of the mainstream media. It's just that we quietly admit over the years that it happened and then it gets put in the archives, you know, but it's absolutely admitted. And that was where they sprayed a, uh, um, was it a biological agent? I mean, in any sense, they sprayed something in the mist over uh, the bay in San Francisco and people actually died. And their argument was that we're testing to see how we would respond to such an attack. And it's like, okay, well, what about informed (laughs) consent? What about, and these things were informed consent. These were all things that we're supposed to care about back then too, you know? And so the idea is they've admitted to this kind of thing. And this is testing on biological or, 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 uh, or all different types of things, experimentation. So in this case, when we're seeing all of these children, which is, by the way, just the absurdity of this narrative where currently Biden is in the same position and all the people that supported him were thinking this is all different. It's, it's, it's worse than it was before. That just shows you that it's just an ongoing thing, you know, and now it's OK because Biden's got a good heart. <laughs> OK, well, that doesn't make any <laughs> yep. sense at all. You know, 
But so all these children that were being brought in or were being told anyway that they're being tested, they're tested positive for COVID-19. And this is aside from the discussion of the horrid situation that they're in, which we should care about whether Trump or Biden is in place. Yeah, yep. But now they're being moved, as you pointed out, to military installations in Texas. Now, you could argue that that's for some reason or over capacity or, you know, whatever. But it doesn't really make sense because there's a there's plenty of other social uh, welfare type of locations. That's not the right term other than military bases. Yeah. Sure. But what I'm concerned about is that we have military bases with children with COVID-19 where they're going to absolutely say, well, we have to give them the vaccine because that's sure. a moral imperative. Now you've got a situation of foreign children being tested with a vaccine that is currently experimental, currently still being tested. It's not approved, emergency yeah. authorized. Yep. Yep. And this, so this is a massive test on children while we're haven't even approved it for children. Mm -hmm. We're in a situation where, I mean, and this is just staggering stuff. And so you could, you could try to you know, work this into some sort of a, we're doing what we think is right scenario, which is always how they would want you to look at it. Or you could realize that it's using it to continue to experiment what they're using to experiment on us right now. Mm -hmm. And this is what's funny. Actually, this is what I always, it amazes me how few people have actually seen this. There, the I, I'm sure you've seen it if you watch in my shows the mm. um, let's see I, there are two of them there the one where the NIH yeah this is the perfect can I actually share is that okay yeah yeah, yeah. let's 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 uh, let's do let me make well, sure you have permission case, here all participants bam okay yes the the, the NIH shared this document as of January 12th and they also did one in July in the middle of of of, of 2020 but this is the NIH calling it an experimental vaccine and this is the Moderna this is the one the very the first one. That's the MRNA-1273. Wow. Look it up. It's the main one that's currently yeah. being used. And there are people that are screaming at us that it's not experimental. And it's like, it's just there's such a disconnect from currently. And, and this is the same. This is the main point about, I'm not even trying to call that the science, but just in the general idea about trusting what they say the science is or actually looking at the science. Because all they're screaming is that you're a fake news conspiracy theorist because that's fake. But the NIH said it for crying out loud, yeah. you know? Yeah. So again, back to the point is they're using this on people right now in the real world setting under the guise that it's safe and effective and has been approved. I, there, I just saw a an insurance company statement that was sent to an employee that stated all of those things as absolute fact. It's <laughs> wow. just crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Well, I must say, you know, I'm honored that uh, we were able to get your web browser with your iconic hundreds of tabs open on our show. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, um, so, uh, but so I wonder if maybe if we just told folks that they were experimenting on puppies instead, maybe they would start caring. Like I don't know. How funny is that? <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, That's so sad. I mean, yeah. maybe one one of the one of the things that I think is important about the vaccine discussion, regardless, is that you know this is something that going back to the choice aspect is being this is kind of one of these coercive moments that is i argue planned i mean because yeah. we've seen them sure. discussing vaccine passports for yeah you know for way before covid 19 came around i just sure. showed the sure. eu's document where they were planning these back in the two early 2000s or actually no let me take that back i think it was it would have been 2018 maybe in any case they were pointing out to 2021 and saying vaccine passports way before COVID-19 yeah. and now we're arguing like it's this new thing we thought of because COVID-19 you know it, it's, it's this coercive moment where they will become you know societal economic exclusion whether or not they force it on you yeah, right sure, so sure. and this is an, we're talking again still an experimental thing that hasn't been approved that is still being tested and we're already in a scenario where we're going to coerce people into taking it even if they don't need it, right? People over, right now, children, as the CDC continues to, on their website, 0% chance. Yet we're, oh, we're, ta we're talking about testing on them and making sure they get it. How does that even make sense, right? It's not about the vaccine, guys. That's why yeah, in, in sure. Israel, it's the green pass, the green yeah. pass they yeah. have. Yeah. They don't, they're not saying you need to have immunity. They're saying you have to have the vaccine. And even if you have immunity from, from natural uh, COVID-19, they won't give it to you, right? I mean, which, yeah. which is also yeah. unbelievable. And since I since I keep showing these same two, I might as well show yeah, this one too. Let's do it. It's the same. Yeah. I'm sure you've already seen it, right? <laughs> it's just the same one that I keep showing. You know that they're also admitting that lasting immunity can be found from COVID-19, mm -hmm. natural, saying that it has a memory of it that your immune mm -hmm. system does, which is actually what real immunity looks like, not two months of some kind of temporary situation. That's not immunity, guys. <laughs> yeah, and I mean they've and always. Yeah, I mean, they've always as as long as they've tried to push the vaccine agenda. I mean, real immunity has always trumped the, the artificial immunity. Like, I, it's it's amazing how they've able push this agenda with with this one right now and try to state that you know these mRNA vaccines are going to give you better immunity than your own body does from from the virus. That's just it's just not true. How everything we know about how our bodies work. 
Like we have a history of that, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah. And, yes. th and, this, and this document I just showed as well, it says that, which is yeah. weird. They're, so they're stating, yeah, natural COVID-19 COVID will give you immunity. And this gives us hope that the vaccine will do so. What? Like, mm -hmm. what? So, you, so why, how, first of all, how do those two things even connect, right? Mm -hmm. This is natural versus, and you're so, but it's just weird how they, let's look at the vaccine. Just look over here at the vaccine. It just seems desperate, you well, know? And then they change the definition yeah. of herd immunity exactly to, to, right. to fit, to only be vac vaccine immunity as opposed to, yep. to natural immunity, which is, which is crazy in and of itself, but, um, as well know. as the vaccine definition. Yeah. Oh yeah, certainly, certainly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's so crazy. I mean, I've, kind of started came here from like the medical freedom movement and you know we always said like that you know that right now they have this all our kids have to like there's a schedule for the kids it was we, it was kind of always known like when they get the adult schedule because because this is all about money for for big pharma right like mm -hmm. they, they're they're gonna right now they're what making about 60 60 uh, billion a year in in the u.s on on just the childhood vaccination schedule you know and sure. and how how much will that grow when when the adult schedule comes out you know and uh, and who knows now this this kind of whether or not this vaccine proves to be good or not, right? I think there's a lot of evidence to say, you know, we just don't know the science for sure right now, but there's a yeah. lot of evidence on either side. You could make a case either way, but, um, but you know, now we've, we're opening the door to where they can inject what they want in our body. Like mm -hmm. that, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of the greater threat is, you know, even if this thing is great and solves a problem, right? Like now we've, we've set this precedent that the government can decide like when, when, they need to put something in our body. Yep, and I mean, that's right. what this technology was designed for though, too. the CRISPR and the MRNA stuff too. This is like literally editing our genes and, and they, they've got inside our operating system, right? Like unless we stop them right now, we're, we, we need to stop them or it's, it's, it feels like game over in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, th this important to point out that, you know, this, this topic of the, the operating system sure. is one of the ways that they're kind of like honing in to be like, Oh, fake news conspiracy. But there's very valid points yeah. there yeah. because uh, and this, and this import, it's important to, to, to point out though, is that there's, there's a, uh, the discussion of this, how do I put it, has been over, they're going too far on uh, in the way that they think it could be, and not to use conspiracy theory sure. the way that they would, right? But an idea of that this is literally microchips and you're an operating system and this whole thing, is that possible? Sure, right? I mean, I've, I've talked about the reality sure. of the technology yeah. there, but in regard to, to make it clear that this is a real valid point to what you were saying, there the variant discussion is being used to justify new vaccines yeah. Certainly. Going forward without safety testing yeah. based on the idea mm -hmm. that, well, we have the new mRNA plug and play system. That's what their terminology is. So what they're saying is we built it like an operating system. Yeah. Right. So what the, and, and the, the, all we need to do is take the new variant, plug it in. Yeah. And then we push out a new vaccine two days later and we don't need a safety test because we already did. But that's not mm -hmm. true. Right. So to your point, it's very valid because this this is the beginning of something where they keep using the terminology where they're turning this into a sort of operating system scenario. And we're you know, one moment away and possibly even currently living with this to having some kind of implantable concept. I mean, the smart dust was yep. being used in 2004 that was small enough to be a fifth of the grain of salt, right? So, and this is real world stuff they have. And so could it be used? Of course. But the idea is they're now pushing things like implantable biosensors. Yes. People like Monsef Salawi, who yes, just got pushed out because of some sexual abuse, but doesn't change the fact that he was driving Operation Warp Speed or Matt Hepburn. These are all people that have spent their careers pushing things like implantable biosensors and nanotechnology, implantable injectable gels and all kinds of crazy stuff that perfectly coincide with the vaccine discussion. So should we can be concerned about that kind of thing? Absolutely. Yeah. And it also just shows you that they're building a scenario where they don't have to test anything going forward, yeah. which is really ridiculous. And I also want to point back to how the mRNA, or excuse me, the Moderna vaccine actually started because we, we can see it on their breakdown of the timeline. <clears throat> I think it was January 13th. I might have the exact date wrong, but they, they, it says they got the genetic material from China. Two days later, they had a vaccine. They were testing it. Wow. Two days. Yeah. <clears throat> now, the only way that's possible I, I forget, it might have been me and James Lyons Wiley that talked about this, but we talked about it. the only way that's possible is if they already had that plug and play platform ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which certainly. means that this was planned, which means that China knew, you know, the whole thing was that we know the working together with China in regard to North Carolina University and, yeah. you know, Eco Health Alliance and this whole working together thing they tried to pretend was different. I tend to believe there is far more going on and that this shows massive foreknowledge of exactly this agenda. Sure, sure. And I also pointed out documentation from this convergence 
you know, con converging our technologies to change evolution thing they've been doing for 20 years. And they, they literally outlined this plug and play platform like 10 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty hard to miss. Yeah. Dude. And who is there is the, uh, the, um, he was the guy, he was from Gavi and the guy, the, he's a whistleblower that just spoke out. Oh like, yeah. Within the Gert last Vandenbosch. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. I mean, yeah. It almost, it almost seems like it fits too perfectly. Like he's he, like, his argument is, is right now we're attacking this, this one aspect of, of the virus or just this one particular virus. So, so the virus is working faster to, to get around it. So, so it'll be a, able to attack because we're going to have this great catastrophe because the vaccine, your, your body is essentially going to be trained to attack this one version. Right. And so mm -hmm. when all these variants come, you know, we're going to have this, you know, your body's not gonna be able to fight these other variants very well because it's only been trained to fight this one right so but it always it comes back to like this dependence on that system if they have the the technology we're talking about where they can just pull pull the next one you know they can just make the new vaccine right right away so, mm -hmm. so it it always it always seems like the system makes you dependent on the system right yeah. oh, of course you, you of always course. have to come back to them for the answer so yeah. It, exactly it, yeah yeah. Exactly. Well, and, and the point is that they're building these the variant scenario right now. We're already seeing they're laying the groundwork yeah, for the sure. narrative and going, oh, well, you already were vaccinated. You're all good. Oh, variant, new vaccine. Here's your booster shot. Right. Oh, but now you can't go to the bar until you get your new vaccine card. Right. This is going to be a weekly, monthly kind of there. And that's how they're framing it. Yeah. It, it. It just it's basically when they say Brisbane just had a single case. One mm -hmm, case mm -hmm. pop up and they nice. went back on full lockdown. Yep. And I'm just going like, God, this is all based on fear around the unknown. That's never been the way that we've done this. We're no, we're no longer saying, oh my God, we're all, well, they still are, but you know, oh, it's all this, we're all in danger, big pandemic. They're talking about variants now and new fears and what it may cause. We don't know anything anymore. And we never did in the beginning, in my opinion, but now it's just full, they're showing their cards, yeah. but they know they have a, a huge portion of the population invested in just the general idea that if we don't do this, we're all going to die. But you've got locations all over the world that are proving that wrong right now. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so, yeah it really oh, and I, I would like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I just would like to comment on the, uh, the, the Bosch discussion there. Yeah. I recommend, yeah. there's a great video. I'm on the fence in general, yeah. not with Certainly. the comment. The comment it made is, is interesting yeah. and I think it makes sense, but it's, I'm really concerned about where it seems to be leading us regardless of that. Yeah. Christian Westbrook just did another video I saw, uh, Ice Age Farmer, did a really interesting discussion there about how, and same things I discussed with Rosemary in the previous yep. interview I did, yep. but I'm still, I, I don't want to argue that this person is guaranteed an absolute chill and he's all, but definitely could be. Sure. But what it looks like is that this is what Christian Westbrook pointed out anyway, was that, so he's making the argument, like you just said, that this is, we're going to do this, it's bad, and it's going to lead us in this direction, so we have to stop the vaccinations. But yeah. it's not, though. Yeah. Right? Totally. So they're still happening. Yeah. So the argument doesn't change the fact that they're still continuing to vaccinate. So all he's ultimately doing is driving us into a different vaccination schedule agenda direction you know and he maybe he be maybe believes that he seems very invested in this so i just am concerned with the way that's going but at the end of the day just really if we have the choice to say no none of it really matters yeah, again certainly, right certainly, mm -hmm. certainly. Yep. agree 100 totally so kind of along these lines uh something that i heard you talk about that i found really fascinating um you know i know whitney's done a lot of work on uh you know like carby 911 predictive policing oh. um all that stuff and and i heard you doing a dive into the idea of medical pre-crime um, mm -hmm. just, uh, can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Whitney's done some amazing work on yeah. that. The, the medical pre-crime thing is a really alarming discussion that has seemed, I mean, it was being discussed kind of quietly before all of this, mm -hmm. but COVID-19 really brought this to sure. the surface. I mean, we, we've talked about Bill Barr in before all of this with mm -hmm. pre-crime and FBI and the way this is going. And it's very weird, by the way, that we're seeing this sort of leapfrog and now we're back at the domestic terrorism pre-crime <laughs> idea with everything. But the, our point was always, as you would probably remember, that these things were meant to converge. Both the domestic terrorism idea, the foreign policy aspect, all this is kind of driving the same agenda toward the Great Reset and toward yeah. silencing the dissent from people like us. Yeah. But the medical pre-crime aspect is about using things like, for instance, I covered a story about, the, and these are already being used, by the way, little sensors they can have out in like, you know, every block, let's say, mm -hmm. that can sense COVID-19 in the air, or at least so we're told. <laughs> and so they have these things out there. And so they sense it and they we go on lockdown before we even see anybody getting sick. Right. So the idea would be that oh they God, we God. just trust the government and say, well, we see a pandemic coming now. And even worse, what happens if that never happens? 
they go, well, we, well, it worked. Yep. <laughs> we did our job. It didn't happen. Yep. Or, or was it ever really going to happen? And was it really just about hiding a larger story or keeping us in control or whatever? The point is, this is very real right now and that they're building this scenario about, and this is where it comes back to like the implantables or the, the profuse of biosensor. That's what that's all about. It's about telling you you're about to get sick. So then you can get a vaccine or take action before it happens. And then again, if it doesn't ultimately happen, well, it worked, you know, but I don't trust that at all. And I think at the end of the day, they're using this. Well, I mean, I I believe there are people that believe that that's something that works. And I, I would argue there's probably ways that that could effectively work in regard to predicting something. But this fundamentally comes back to the idea of our rights and our ability to make our own choices. And if we're just happy, you know, the point being is that if you your sensor pops off, you don't have a choice. Based on the way they're already driving this, yeah. COVID's so dangerous and we're all going to die that they're going to, and it's, this is connected to a, ma- a central idea. So where they know you just got a notice, now they're going to be at your door. You have to lock down. You can't go out. You know, this is this is quarantine stuff. Yeah. This is it, this is a dystopian authoritarian world under a technocratic drive that is very scary. Oh and God. we can all see that, right? And if we give them the opportunity to be able to predict when these things will happen, we won't even know how to verify that. How do mm-hmm. we report on something like that? Yeah. You know, it's just complete trust in a power source that's lied to us over and over oh exactly and then that's just my issue with the masks you know like we knew right away like what the whole mask thing was all about like we know that where this is leading you know and we're like this is the time to resist the time to resist is now when it's just about the masks like seriously you know the further we let this go um like you were saying you know we're gonna look back on this and be like man we should have stood up back then you know but it's gonna get to a point where it's gonna be too late or the response is gonna be have to be so severe that you know it's, 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 yeah, none of us want that. And, and I don't know. I don't know. It seems like this, um, again, all these psyops or agendas converging. It seems like the division is to a boiling point now. I mean, talk about the gun control yeah. issue, you know, like, oh, wow. are they yeah. trying to ignite a civil war? I mean, they know what's going to happen if they come door to door with warrantless gun confiscation. I mean, what? Yeah. What is that? What is going on? I agree. I agree completely. I mean, I think that is, as always, there's plenty of agendas involved in all sure. these decisions, but that's definitely one that I think is, is happening. That I talked about this in regard to QAnon and MAGA after January 6th and how they were absolutely and still so trying to radicalize these people. Just like Whitney and I talked about how they absolutely radicalize people overseas and then use that same group to justify their actions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They're the ones yeah. that created this thing. Right. So the same thing's happening here. And I believe it's to your point, it's exactly the same thing with the gun, especially that point is really scary with the warrantless gun, just really warrantless invasion of your home mm-hmm. yeah. based on the need for the public. But yeah, I, I definitely I, I feel like I lost one of your points you said in there, but I agree completely. I think it's about turning us as a collective. Oh, I remember what it was. Yeah. The mask aspect. Yeah. It, this is the idea that I think they're they're pushing things to such a comically ridiculous level that they want people to actually lash out. Like, how can we, and, and and ultimately, are we even wrong to do so? I mean, this is wildly authoritarian. This is yeah. exactly what the founding fathers were talking about in regard to pushing back against. And the point is, they're driving you to a position where you could almost rationally justify a violent act. And yeah. no, I am not saying that's the case. Yeah. That's what they want from us. Yeah. But at a point when maybe we all had the same things, maybe that would make sense, but yeah. not in this yeah. not in this day and age. But so the, I'm just making the point is that they, they know this. They know that they've undermined the Constitution in general yeah. for the last 50 years. Yeah. So they know that they're driving us to something that we believe in that they don't. And so they can point to us and say terrorism. So it's like they're trying to create the domestic terrorism element that they're using to drive forward all of this stuff, which completely converges with everything they're using around the Great Reset and the mm-hmm. smart cities. And, you know, it's all that's justified around stopping these kind of things, you know, whether it's COVID or domestic terrorism. Yeah. Well, I would think that you'd be vindicated from being targeted because of your outspokenness against QAnon, right? But like, <laughs> of course yeah. not. Like, like, nope, nope. That's that tells us that's not it. That's not it. They're just I get called everything. Yeah, yeah. I get called QAnon. I've been called a Korean South, North Korean shill. I've been called a Syrian shill. I've been called, and it's just like God. It's such a lazy argument, you yeah, know. Totally, I mean, we, totally. you can. I mean, I gotta say, question everything, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I am, right? But how about maybe. we have a little bit of evidence to make something like that pop out of nowhere? You know, it's yep. just silly. Yep, absolutely. Right on, man. Well, shoot, Ryan. Uh, I don't know, man. I just really, this has been a real honor and a pleasure to have you Certainly. on, man. Like, really has. So, can you please, please tell our listeners how they can find us and how they can support you? 
Yeah, yeah. As always, the best place to go is the website, okay. www.lastamericanvagabond.com. Okay. All the all the links and, and donation stuff or whatever you want to get, that, it's all there. And I recommend, as always, for as, as well as with you guys, if you have a central hub, that's where people should yeah. go. Sure, you know, sure. don't don't let YouTube or other platforms be the conduit between you and Truthzilla's work, right? Yeah, yeah, Do yeah, Make yeah. sure you seek them out and find a, a place where you can trust. You know, that, that's the idea. Even watching the videos, you can watch them right on my website. You yeah. know, it's yeah. I, that's what I prefer as a people go directly sure. there but sure. other than that you know all the alternative platforms all the you know crypto ones and all the different things coming out right now i, I put my content literally everywhere yeah, that's nice. what's funny is that i have it on you know i post on gab post on parlor i post on everywhere and people go oh they see one blow oh, he's right he's, he must be the right because he's on that platform yeah. it's like i just <laughs> I, I try and get in front of everybody possible but yeah Absolutely. the, point, the website is the best but cool. uh, th th thanks for having me on man i really yeah. appreciate what you guys are doing Thank and the you, fact Ryan. that you're pushing this out in a time when it's difficult to do so. Yeah, cool. For awesome. Sure. Thank you, Ryan. All yeah. right, man. Well, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Have a great day. Keep it Easy, up. Brother. All right. Thank you guys. Bye-bye. Wow. Oh, he was man. amazing, dude. I mean, uh, I've listened to a bunch of his stuff and yep. yeah, it's just, of course, like a wealth of information, just like, just on point repeatedly. And he, he never oversteps his bounds. You know, he's yep. always like, well, this is what we know. Yep. He's like, he doesn't go like, this means this. He yep. goes, this is what we know, yep. and which I appreciate, you know, so, yep. and everything's sourced. I mean, he's hundred yeah. percent. And he always like argues within their paradigm. He's like, okay, they want to make this point. Let's argue in that paradigm. Like sure. let's, let's use sure. their arguments in the context to which that they present them. And it's just like, it's so effective. Yeah. And, and, and just the credibility of, of that approach, as opposed to like that, you know, the, the, whatever mainstream media, like, it's just like, oh, anonymous sources. And they just, they just, they've got nothing to stand on, yeah. nothing to stand on, sure. you know, and, and <clears throat> I think hopefully maybe that might be their Achilles heel. You know, eventually maybe people will wake up to the fact that they realize like the tactics that are being used. Maybe that's the strategy is that we just start attacking the tactics yeah. that are being used. Because once people realize like, <clears throat> you know, where we get our information the people like in, in, in this community, like we're yeah. going to the, like literally the source, like sure. you saw it on the sure. episode, like he just pulls up two like, like medical journal, like studies, like, like what are we doing? You know? Well, and then that's the thing, like, I mean, especially in the terms of COVID and stuff, I mean, you don't have to go to other places. You can go to NIH, CDC yeah. and world health organization and make the case without having to, to pull anything else really. You yeah. know, the, the data, just the data that they, that they give you. And even knowing that they're, that there is an agenda with their data, yeah. right? Like, like, but even that data, like yeah. it tells the story, right? Yeah. You can, yeah. you can deconstruct it yourself and it's yeah. pretty, pretty simple. Yep. You know? Yep. So. Yeah. So super honored. You know, that was just, uh, you know, real, you know, one of the, one of the bucket list guests. Yeah, I definitely. Talk to. He's, like Ryan he's amazing, is just phenomenal, dude. dude. It's so yeah. awesome. Uh, another quick point, you guys, while we're here, you know, Ed and I are sitting here, we're doing our best. You know, we got a lot of love for our, our, our friend in truth, Megan, you know, yeah. out there, yeah. um, Kane, you know, maybe if you guys are bored, get a chance, you know, she is. So I don't know. She's over on Instagram and she's at heretic underscore girl. Maybe send her a message. Let her know you guys yeah. are thinking about Definitely. her, that you miss Please her. Do. Um, yeah. let her know that, you know, like, like Truzilla ain't the same without her. You know what I mean? So like, like she's, she, she's you healing, she's getting better, but, uh, you know, just, just give her some love folks. Like yeah. you give her some Truzilla love. So anyway, uh, other than that, guys, like, man, I'm just uh, super stoked today. We got a whole bunch of awesome episodes coming up. Yeah, definitely. Um, we got some returning guests. We got just uh, all, a lot of big things in the works. You know, we're talking to some big people. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what all works out. So, yeah. Anything else, Ed? No, man. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm still kind of, like, uh, awestruck by, like, yeah. just, it's just he – some people – some people say it so well, right? Like some people can put it together and it's just like, you can't, yep. you can't. Like I always think like Charlie Robinson sometimes, yep. like when he, when he says like, dude, he lays it out there and it's like, yep. there it is. There like, it is. Like, how can you fight with that? There's yep. the information. Here's the people involved. Like this is what it is. I think Ryan's just one of those people. Yep. So I'm just uh, so grateful to have uh, been able to have that conversation yeah. with him. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, there'll be more and more will be revealed in the future. You totally. Know, so, you know, um, another thought that just reminded me of another thought, like something that I've been stewing around is like, like, let's do like some big charity event where we have like these debates, right? You know, Sam was talking about how he wants to like have like a boxing match with like Bill Gates for charity. But like, what, how about this? How about we put like, like our best fighters in the ring versus their best fighters in the they ring. They don't like, do dude, that though. I know, but that's the they thing. They won't do it though. Like, I mean, but call them out, call them out. Like there's that one. What was it? Um, 
it's in Europe. It was like $250,000 or something like that. If you could prove that the virus has been isolated, I can't remember the number or, or what exactly it was that they were putting in. But like, let's put our money where our sure, mouth is. Like, sure. let's do a charity event where we put like, like, you know, like Ryan and James and Whitney, like up against like, who, who would it even be on their side? Like these crazy debunkers. I mean, this just happened with, you know, with Dell and, uh, you know, someone, I mean, it happens pretty regularly, but someone like tried to call out Dell for, he was exposing the, the, the scientist that I was just talking about in the episode um, of that was the, the whistleblower from within Gavi and whatnot. Oh know? yeah. Uh, Vanderbosch. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyways, he Dell last week said, you know, here's this video, share it as far as you can, yeah. you know, and really talked about like, this is a guy from in the system blowing the whistle. Right. And, yeah. and there was someone actually from, uh, from uh, Bobby Kennedy's uh, children health defense. I, I forget what it, the, the name of his publication is, yeah. but wrote an article just kind of trash talking on Dell for, for bringing that out without like, fact checking it and all this stuff and and so so dell said come on my show and argue with me and of yeah. course they don't they this don't is, this is just repeatedly yeah. what happens is you know and granted we did get our um our bobby kennedy and uh what was the lawyer dershowitz oh, we got, dershowitz. Yeah. We got oh, that yeah. one that's sure, about sure, sure. that's about as that's about as big as we'll ever probably get right yeah. that's probably but but in general people that that throw throw the mud at our side mm-hmm. they're not willing to actually have a conversation right yeah. they're they're just they're just there to uh to stir it up right yep. and, to, and to talk trash well maybe we just push it man like like charity for charity like oh you don't care about the what like what, what would it be what would it it's, be it's a good idea because i like the charity aspect yeah yeah because aspect. like it can't be like a children's charity because like they don't they they, <laughs> they, 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 they they like sacrificing children right yeah, no yeah. i'm just kidding i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like you know yeah. i don't know yeah some sort yeah, of charity you know, oh I mean, you don't like what i've certainly had that idea like you yeah. know like the 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 discussion would be would be wonderful it's just i don't think we're the, the first people to think of this i think i think this we've there's been so many times i you know and there. I remember um, the vaccine conversation. Uh, I think it was uh, Dr. Bob got invited to be on some some show. And I, I'm not sure if Melissa was on it too, but it was like a, a show on TV. But by the time it's done editing, you know, you don't get the actual arguments that they that they that these people put out. You only get like a lopsided thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. so the the only way they do this kind of thing is when it's a very controlled thing, and yeah. they get to put their message across. Yeah. I mean, and that's, yeah. that's the truth. And that's yeah. what you got to know about the, the just mainstream media in general. Like everything you see there is very controlled. Even if it's the people that you might want, might have something good to say, the message they're going to put them, put through from them is very controlled. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, when, all right, cool. Awesome guys. Thank you so much for sitting in with us today. You know, we, uh, we're super grateful for all of you that continue to yes. ride this truth train with us. You know, you guys Chug are the freaking along. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all the people Send that, those messages to Megan. Yes, yeah, yeah. So hit Megan up, at Heretic Girl on Instagram. So, yeah. all right, guys. Well, until the next time. Uh, we wish uh, you. Yeah, we wish you all. God, we're so bad at this. We're so bad. Intellectual. Megan, we need you. We do, yeah. <laughs> we need Megan, you need to wish us some intellectual yeah. prosperity yeah, we so we can share it with the people. Yeah. So uh, uh, this is channeled from Megan. Okay. We wish you intellectual Prosperity. Good night. Beep, 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 be